So this, this last week, I, I realized that, you know, when I, when I preach, a lot of times we'll take a small portion of Scripture and we'll, we'll unpack it, we'll expand on it, and we'll talk oftentimes about Scripture or about Jesus. And I always have this sense when it comes to uh, this Sunday, and I know we've been talking about Palm Sunday, and, and also, too, a time for us to remember the resurrection, um, or sorry, to remember the, the cross, the passion of Christ, that I feel like my words just are never enough. And so this morning, I just want to retell the story, beginning at the, the, the Lord's Supper, and just retell Scripture uh, to the place where Jesus dies on the cross. On the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, when it's customary to sacrifice a Passover lamb, the disciple asked Jesus, where can we go? Where can we go to prepare the Passover for you to eat? Jesus sent two disciples and he told them, go to the city and a man carrying a jar of water, he'll meet you. Follow him. Say to the owner of the house that he enters, the teacher asks, where is my upper room that I might share the Passover with my disciples? And he will show you a large upper room, furnished and ready. Make preparations there. The disciples left and they went to the city and they found things just as Jesus had told them. And they prepared for the Passover. Later that evening, Jesus came with his disciples, and while they were reclining at the table and eating, he said to them, I tell you the truth. One of you will betray me. One of you who's eating with me. And they were saddened. And one by one, they said, Surely not I. It is one of the twelve, Jesus said. One who dips his bread in the bowl with me. For the Son of Man must go just as it is written about him. But woe to the man who betrays the Son of Man. It would have been better for him if he had not been born. A little while later, Jesus took bread. He broke it and he gave it to the disciples, saying, Take it. This is my body. And then he took the cup and after he gave thanks, he offered it to them and, and each of them drank it. And he said, This cup is my blood of the covenant, poured out for many. And I tell you the truth, I will not drink again of the fruit of the vine until I drink it anew in the kingdom of heaven. And after they'd sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. On the way, Jesus said, all of you will fall away. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep will scatter. But after I am risen, I will go ahead of you into Galilee. Peter insisted, Lord, even if all fall away, I will not. I tell you the truth, Peter. Before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. And Peter insisted even more emphatically, even if I have to die for you, I will not disown you. And the others said the same. They went to a place called Gethsemane. Jesus spoke to the disciples. He said to them, stay here while I pray. And he took along Peter and James and John. And he took them along with him. He began to become deeply distressed and troubled. He said, my soul is, is weary. My soul is overwhelmed to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch. Going just a little bit further, 
Jesus fell down and began to pray that if it was possible, that this hour might pass from him. Praying, Abba, Father, everything is possible with you. Take this cup from me. Yet not what I will, but what you will. When he returned to the disciples, they were asleep. Simon, he said to Peter, could you not stay awake? Are you sleeping? Could you not stay awake for even one hour? The time has come for the Son of Man to be betrayed into the hands of sinners. So Jesus went away again and to pray. When he came back, the disciples were asleep again. Their eyes were heavy. They did not know what to say to him. When he returned the third time, he said, are you still resting and sleeping? Enough! The hour has come for the Son of Man to be betrayed into the hands of sinners. Get up! Let's go! Here comes my betrayer. And just as Jesus was speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, appeared. A crowd was with him, armed with clubs and with swords. They had been sent by the chief priests, the teachers of the law, and the elders. Now the betrayer had worked out a signal with them. The man that I kiss, he's the one. Arrest him and take him away under guard. He went at once to Jesus and said, Rabbi, and he kissed him. They seized Jesus and arrested him. One who was standing nearby him drew his sword and he struck the servant of the high priest, cutting off his ear. Jesus said, Am I leading a rebellion that you have come out to arrest me with swords and with clubs? Every day I was with you in the temple courts and you did not arrest me. But the scriptures must be fulfilled. Then they all who were with him, they, de- they deserted him and fled. There is a man, a young man, who was wearing nothing but a linen garment who was following Jesus. When they seized him, he ran away naked leaving his garment behind. They took Jesus to the high priest and to the, and the chief priests and the teachers of the law and the whole Sanhedrin gathered together. And Peter followed at a distance right into the courtyard of the high priest. And he sat with the guards and warmed himself at the fire. Now the chief priests and the whole Sanhedrin were looking for, for uh, accusations to bring against Jesus or for, for things against Jesus. But they could not find any. Many bore false testimonies against him, but they, their statements did not agree. Then some stood up and made this false accusation against him. He said, I heard him say that I will destroy this man-made temple and build another in three days not made by men. Yet even then, their statements did not agree. So the high priest stood up in front of them and asked Jesus, are you not going to answer? What is it this this testimony that these men are bringing against you? But Jesus remained silent and did not say a word. So the chief priest asked him again, 
Are you the Messiah, the Son of the Blessed One? And answering in the way that only God would answer, he said, I, I am. And you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of the Mighty One, coming on the clouds of heaven. And at this, the high priest tore his robes. And he said, do we need any more witnesses? You have heard the blasphemy. What is your judgment? And all who were there condemned Jesus to death. And they began to spit on him. They blindfolded him and they began to strike him with their fists saying, prophesy this. And the guards took him and beat him. While Peter was below in the courtyard, the servant girl or servant girl of the high priest came by. And she saw Peter there warming himself and she took a closer look. You are also with the Nazarene Jesus, she said. But Peter denied it. He said, I do not know or understand what you are talking about. And he went out into the entryway. When she saw him there, she said to those who were standing around him, this guy is one of them. But Peter denied it. After a while, those who were standing around him said, surely you are one of them, for you are a Galilean. And Peter began to call down curses on himself and swore, I do not know the man that you are talking about. And immediately, immediately, the rooster crowed the second time and Peter remembered what Jesus had said to him. That before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. And he broke down and wept. Early the next morning, the chief priests, the elders, and the teachers of the whole Sanhedrin, whole Sanhedrin made their decision. They bound Jesus and they led him away to, to Pilate, to hand him over to Pilate. Are you the king of the Jews? Pilate asked. Yes, Jesus said. It is as you say. The chief priest made all sorts of accusations against him. So Pilate asked him again, Are you not going to answer? See how many accusations they bring against you. But Jesus remained silent. And Pilate was astonished. Now on the first day of the feast, it's custom to release a prisoner whom the people request. There was a man named Barabbas who was in prison with the insurrectionists because he committed murder during the uprising. So the people came up to Pilate and asked if he would do what he usually did. Do you want me to release to you the king, of, to the king of the Jews? For he knew that it was out of envy that the high priest had brought Jesus to him. But the chief priests, they went around and they stirred up the crowd so that Pilate would release, that he would release uh, Barabbas rather than Jesus. So he asked him again, what do you want me to do with this one you call king of the Jews? Crucify him! Why? What crime has he committed? Crucify him, they yelled all the louder. And so Pilate, wanting to appease the crowd, released Barabbas. He had Jesus flogged, and he handed him over to be crucified. The soldiers took Jesus to the palace. It's called the Praetorium. 
And they called together the whole company of soldiers. They put a purple robe on him. They twisted together a crown made of thorns and they pressed it on his head. Again and again, they struck him with a rod and they spit on him. Falling to their knees, they paid homage to him and after they had mocked him, they took off the purple robe and put his own clothes back on him. Then they led him out to be crucified. There was a certain man from Cyrene. His name was Simon, the father of Alexander and Rufus. He was on his way in, or passing by on his way in from the country. And they forced him to carry the cross. They took Jesus to a place called Golgotha, which means the place of the skull. They offered him wine mixed with myrrh, but he did not take it. And they crucified him. They cast lots for his clothes to see what each would get. It was the third hour when they crucified him. The written charge against him read, King of the Jews. They crucified him between two criminals one on his right and one on his left. People who were passing by hurled insults at him. So you who are going to destroy the temple, take yourself down from the cross. Save yourself. And in the same way, the teachers of the law and the chief priests, they mocked him among themselves, saying he saved others. Let him save himself. Let this Messiah, this Savior, this King of Israel, let him come down off the cross now so that we might see and believe. Those who crucified him also heaped insults on him. At the sixth hour, darkness covered the whole land until the ninth hour. And at the ninth hour, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eloi! Eloi! Lama sabachthani! Which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Those who were standing around him said, listen, he's crying out for Elijah. One man went and took a sponge and filled it with wine vinegar. He put it on a stick and he offered it to Jesus. Now leave him alone. Let's see if Elijah comes to save him. And with a loud cry, Jesus breathed his last. And the temple was torn. I'm sorry, the curtain of the temple was torn from God's end at the top to the bottom. And the centurion who was standing there in front of him, when he heard this and when he saw the way Jesus died, he said, surely this must be the Son of Man. Truly, this must be the Son of God. Amen.